Oh, Venom. Come to fuck it all up, haven't you? He can't fuck it up any worse than he has before. <sighs> Gotta find my Start notes. of your page. Mm-hmm. Took more notes probably for this one than I have so far for any of the previous episodes of this season. Oh, yeah. Um, it might be because uh, I was griping a little bit, <laughs> so we'll we'll see. Where so there's that... a lot of there's a lot of side notes. There in There might be some side notes. Yeah, okay, is what I'm trying to say. I I put some side notes in. Yeah. Like I I, I write questions to myself. I'm like, where's this person? <laughs> yeah, well that's you know that's good because then you just bring out the question to me instead of yourself. Yeah. Right. Uh, welcome to Watchers on the Couch, Castle Rock. As I say these words, I'm tabbing on the table. I don't know why I'm doing that. I remember who you have to say hello to this time. Uh, now that you've reminded me, hello, dirty birdies. That's correct. You nodded your head as if that was what you were going to say. I'm just going to assume that's what you meant. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Uh, I'm here. My name's Chris Nays. I'm one half of your hosts for the day and probably continuing on after this. <laughs> The other half is sitting across the table from me behind Venom. No, always. Her name is? Debbie Hodges. That's correct. Debbie, we're going to cover episode nine, Caveat Emptor. Yeah, which, what does that mean? Uh, I didn't look it up either. I didn't either. Oh, shit. <laughs> so while you look that up, I'm going to go ahead and do a little bit of uh, house cleaning, right, before we start the show. I have two things to plug. Uh, hold hold on that definition for a second. <laughs> First of all, my band is playing a show Saturday, September twenty or uh, September. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Saturday, December twenty eighth. That's only in a couple of weeks. Okay, so a few. Can I just say mm-hmm. you did not plan this well with Tim. No, I didn't. And or with me for my birthday. <laughs> because. I Okay, so I'm terrible about birthdays anyway. Like even with my most cherished like I have no ones. idea what the hell I'm going to do. Because yeah. that Friday and Saturday is when I get Friday's your birthday? No. Sunday's my birthday. So, see, I didn't even know. Yeah, the 29th. But I have Dexter, so uh-huh. and it's a Sunday. You can't really do anything fun. So, so Friday I, and Saturday Friday are your and days Saturday are my fun. are my birthday days. But now I have like three things going on on the same day well check this out the event page for tim's things st- says it starts at 3 p.m okay oh it does okay yes so i think what i also plan on doing is go make an appearance uh-huh. hang out for an hour or two right then scoot on over to Fubar. okay uh i won't guilt you if you don't do this <laughs> No, I want I want to. You want to, okay? Yeah, great. but that that was my thing. I'm like, why do you? Why does all the plans have to fall on the same day? Uh, but I, I didn't realize his was starting at three. Yeah. So, so gotta say, first off, Tim did book his thing before I booked mine. Yeah. Um. Also, I'm at kind of the mercy of what shows are available in town. You right. Know what I mean, yeah. like. I've been trying to book a show with Tape History for like a month now, and finally a day comes up that's going to work, and it happens to be the same day as Tim's party. Right. That's just the way it goes, right? That's so, the way it goes for me, at least. Anytime yeah. I get like one plan, I just get like four others on the yeah. same day. 
Um, I am playing. I you know that's a vacation day for me because of course my work wants us to come in that weekend. Oh, I'm in the midst of like twelve days off. Yeah. At well, that point, that's awesome. So, um, as I said, won't guilt trip anybody for not coming, but want to make sure everybody go. knows. Go. Tape history. My uh, instrumental band will be playing Saturday, December 28th at Fubar. Next plug is the Irie Reunion Show. Still no event page posted, but you can be sure February 1st at Fubar. It's a Saturday. Irie will be reuniting for... That's so exciting. Let's just round about, say, about 45 minutes on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Then we'll go our separate ways forever. Maybe not forever. Well, you guys are still friends. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, we are. Uh, we're not a band again, really. Yeah. But we're playing this one show because Justin wanted us to play a show for his birthday. So, is it his thirty-fifth birthday? Yes, it is. Yeah, we are all turning thirty. Right on the fucking verge of forty. Uh. Honestly, when you hit thirty-five, you're just a stone's throw away from forty. So. I know. Let's not think about that anymore, shall we? <laughs> I, that's all I can think about. I'm like, my birthday's in a couple of weeks. I'm turning 35. Yeah. Uh, I still have a couple of weeks until I'm 35. I'm younger Yours than you. In... I'm younger than you. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, that's all I have for plugs. Tape history, Saturday, December 28th, Irie Reunion, Saturday, February 1st, both of them at FUBAR. Hope to see you lovely uh, people out there in listener land so exciting there and uh you know if you don't live in town maybe take a plane maybe take a train don't take a bus (laughs) that's a bad idea if uh my experience my past experience in bus travel oh my god remember when we went to chicago and our bus broke down oh yeah and then we were were stuck in effingham yes because we missed our uh connecting bus which is a thing apparently right so we were stuck at the Effingham town, which was a gas station slash McDonald's. Yeah. We just sat there and played cards played or cards. something. Yeah. We bought cards at the gas station. But that was a great show. That was Pennywise and Guttermouth. So. Oh, my God. What a... Worth I it. forgot who opened that show. Yeah. That was a great show. I remember that was when uh got the water bottle mm-hmm. um, and that bitch tried to take it from me. And then, like, we all were beating up on her. What a bitch. Yeah. He was giving that water to me. Not well, her. Um, opposite side of that, I lost my shoe in the pit and somebody uh, uh, gave it back to me. That's right. I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. I had the biggest bruise because of the, the, my uh, shoe. (laughs) No, because they, they had the barricade, you know, and Uh it was like, oh yeah, you're being smashed up against it. Yeah. Cause I was right up front. Cause I was like, I am not moving. Yeah. That is, I mean, that is what happens when you're on the rail. Yeah, I so. So I had that bruise, and then I kept getting hit in the face by all the crowd surfers because mm-hmm. that's where they were coming down. Right. In front oh of yeah, me. there's a lot of neck damage that happens yeah, from the. Maybe uh, that's why my neck hurts. People coming over the top of your head. Maybe that's it. Oh yeah, that's definitely what it is. <laughs> uh, okay, so I have a very quick. Um, well, I guess that oh. goes along with the. Don't, the, we can't forget what this is, though. Oh, yeah. the uh, Well, let's do that when we get to the episode. I, I know. But, I'm just saying. I can't forget. Uh, let's uh, do a quick lightning round of news. And I got to pull up the MP3 <laughs> on my phone. It's loading. Volume is... Uh, I don't, what is the lightning noise? Well, that's, that sounds more... Yeah, like crashing. Crashing. Crumbling. <laughs> oh. 
We should get paid for sound effects. Seriously. I mean, why um, are we not in Hollywood doing this? Look, I'm not going to say it's the greatest intro of any segment <laughs> ever, but it is on this podcast for sure. Because it's the only intro of any segment we've ever had. <laughs> I'm being serious. I think we're great. I can't disagree with that. No. The fact that we're great. Right. I mean, if one um, iTunes review has told us anything, it's that we're great. Yeah. <laughs> it said the opposite, actually. <laughs> um, have you seen that Stephen King is having his own pop heads come out? No. Like of Stephen King himself. Not of characters. Of course, you ha- you own some of the Pennywise ones. So like Funko Pops? Funko Pop Heads. Uh, I thought that's what they were called, but maybe they're just Pops. Funko Pops. Yeah, Funko Pops. Let's, let's call them that because um, that's what they're called. Stephen King has his own Pops coming out. Uh, I can show you the like photos. There's, like there's more than one? There are three. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if they're out already. If they are, perfect time for some holiday pickups, right? Yeah. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, so uh I'm showing Debbie these. I'll repost these on the social media. Uh which by the way, I just remembered this morning to I post your uh your viewing uh, <laughs> My car. preference. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh car. so here's the one that looks like his cameo in the it movie. <gasps> Oh my goodness! The second it movie, yes. I should say. Um, let's see here, and then here's the other two. The top one is kind of the classic-looking Stephen King with no beard, and uh, the bottom one has Stephen with a bloody hatchet and blood covering the top half of his pop head. Oh my god, look how young he is. Yeah, so non-bearded look, but um oh. I would say probably early 80s-ish. Yeah. If he was non-bearded at that I'm, point I'm ever. trying to think what the top look it's like from a movie. It's when he Maybe it's uh when he's the it's like pet cemetery. He is the um a reverend in pet cemetery yeah. where he's like uh, at the at the, the uh, burial, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it looks like. I don't know if he's nez- that's maybe like what the head looks like, and because I think he's not wearing like a teacher's outfit. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he's he's wearing robes in the movie. Yeah, he's wearing sort of like a fancyish outfit. Yeah, um, that's super cute. And the one with blood is a Barnes and Noble exclusive. Ooh, so scoot on over to Bar- Barnes and Noble, and maybe you can find those. So you or say that you one. don't know when they're if they're out yet. No, uh, I very quickly looked up um, Stephen King news through the um, fan site Little Jizz Library, and uh, it totally sounds like you said Little Jizz Library. Little Jizz Library, <laughs> the place where you go to find out about Jizz and Stephen, Stephen King. King. Mm. Fans of both <laughs> should go there. No, I think Lilja is a name, and it doesn't translate well. Like, it just sounds weird, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Like you said, it sounds like jizz. Little jizz. <laughs> Little jizz. I want to use that as the title of this episode, this podcast, but I, I can't do that. I think it's wrong. See, you 
listen to the episode to get gems like that. Yeah. Right. Right. We can't just give that kind of <laughs> greatness away. I mean, it's not a kid's show, so why would kids be listening to the podcast? Um, True, but I also don't want people looking up jizz <laughs> in their podcast search engine and like, Finding we're us. one of three that come up and... You know, we're joking about jizz. They're serious about jizz. Then they write us another terrible review on iTunes about how we're not actually talking about jizz. I mean, I'm very serious about jizz. Yeah. I, look, <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk we about this We could change this, this whole thing into a, into a jizz podcast. We're not doing that. Okay, fine. Um, you'll have to find another podcast partner <laughs> talking exclusively about jizz. What the hell has this podcast become? I don't know. It's I bet 8 o'clock in the morning. Everybody is asking us <laughs> that right now. Uh, do not write us any questions about jizz, please. And see, what I was hoping by talking at the end of the episode last week about how nobody talks to us. You thought you would like entice them? I thought them? it would entice people to talk to us. Not so much. Maybe maybe we use reverse psychology. Please don't talk to us. Yeah, you know what? We don't want to hear from I don't you care. anymore. No. I you know, we're over it. Yeah. So so over it. Don't bother. <laughs> um you know. Also don't send us pictures of your cats. We don't ever nope. want to see mm -mm, those. No cat pictures. Yeah. We're not interested. No. In the slightest. Hi cat. Hi cat. <laughs> he got immediately into your lap when we're talking about him. Wonderful. Okay, so let's talk about this episode. And uh, you looked up the definition to caveat emptor. Yes, I did. And what is it? It is a noun. And it means the principle that the buyer alone is responsible for checking the quality and suitability of goods before a purchase is made. Hmm. In the context of this episode, what do you think? Okay, so in Latin terms, it means let the buyer beware similar to sold as is mm -hmm. so he well i do remember see him seeing uh pop seeing that on his uh desk right? yeah it, it was a little sign in his store so maybe it's just a little funny thing to have in a store like a resale store yeah buyer beware right because uh everything in here is shit right <laughs> so. right uh, yeah, which I, which kind of goes back to what Ace Augustine Augustine was kind of saying about Pop. You know, mm -hmm. he's just got a, a store full of shit. Yeah, and then you know the main you know setting or place for this entire episode is in that store, right? So it just kind of fits as the title, right? Yeah. If he's got that label or he's got that um, that Latin term sitting in his view on his desk or right. for any uh, potential customer, potential buyers to see. Well, let's get into this episode as I pet this kitty cat. Uh -huh. He's loving it so much. He loves the pets. Uh, okay. Well, um, both of us took pretty extensive notes for this. So do you want to lead or do you want me to? I don't care. You can lead. All right. So... Uh, we open up with Pop running, right? Yeah, it goes back to that other episode where we saw all the townspeople and he ran away. Two so episodes now, ago. Yeah, so now we're seeing the continuation of that. Uh, he goes back to his storefront, correct? And he is looking at letters. 
and they are addressed to Pangborn from the former warden, Dale Lacey. Right. Right? And um, there are the kids' drawings on them. So this goes back to last season's storyline. Which I didn't think we were going to be coming around to that at all. Oh, no. So, I, I didn't. I wasn't sure I mean, where we were going with that stuff, but... I actually expected to see the kid this episode. Yeah. And instead, we just got more digging into connections between seasons, right? Right. Which, again, I didn't think was going to happen. I didn't think there was any connection. I thought the connection was just the town. So I'm excited to see yeah, how they um, make this all fit. Hi, kitty. So very, this this whole opening segment is very quick. Yeah. So I'm just going to run through these, and we'll talk about them as you want to. Um Dale Lacey's mom is in a nursing home of sorts. and no, his wife. Oh, that's his wife. Yeah. I probably messed that up before. <laughs> you you like to call that his mom last season, too. Yeah, I think and that's it, what that was. And it's his wife. No. I have been corrected once again. Uh, okay, so she is murdered by a shadowy individual. Did you... I didn't go back and watch this again, this scene again in particular. Did you see who it was? I know... They, whoa! I know they showed his face in shadows, but I I didn't get a close look. I don't think I recognized him, so I wasn't okay. really sure what was happening with that. Well, it turns out that is present day right. in our current story, right? Yes. So, um, I don't know if we'll go back and see who that was, or if they'll end up showing up again, or if both of us will go back and look in, or maybe somebody out there will tell us who it was. But I didn't recognize it. I mean, I just assumed it after we learned more that it was just one of his minions. Yeah. Um, it's probably not important anyway because yeah. of all of the rest of the stuff doesn't really pertain, you know. Pop, uh, we go back to him very quickly. As I said, this goes kind of back and forth from different storylines. Pop races through the town in his truck. Which is deserted. Right. Cars just abandoned. Right. Sirens. Uh, Ace... Then brings uh, Dale Lazy's wife back. Well, but first he's looking at um, a wanted poster, and it's the fugitive at large, and it's for the kid. Oh, that's right. Because the yeah, kid's I missing. To write that down. Yeah, so he's looking at uh, the wanted poster because I paused on it to see if there was any. Yeah. So he's trying critical to critical information. He's trying to find out any information about he can even from a wanted poster, right? Right. Uh, yeah, so Ace brings the wife back from the dead. Uh, Pop arrives at Nadia and, uh, and Chris's sort of aftermath of their recent, um, you know, battle with those goons, right? Right. Uh, Ace is looking for the kid and he's sort of, uh, interrogating the the warden's wife well, or, yeah, because, or the not warden's wife because they keep the memories so he wants right. whoever this person that's inhabiting the body to sift through the memories to figure out right who the kid is and uh ace actually says that he is an angel i think or maybe or maybe the wife says that yeah he says where is the angel now all right so they have they they're still viewing him as like their savior or prophet or whatever Right. Right. Um, Pop has the Lacey later letters uh, detailing the kid. That's what the wife tells him. Yeah, because he, she well, she says the collector. 
Right. He's the guy in town who has all kinds of shit. Right. <laughs> and and it turns out he has those two. Right. Um Nadia and Pop are leaving the hospital and our old friend Chance rolls up in her on her motorcycle like a total badass. Yes, she does. Uh, warns them that the killers, a.k.a. our uh, body snatchers, are on their way. They're, like, right around the corner. Yeah, they're killing anybody who's not a hypnotized person. Right. So, I really like this because immediately our action is totally ramped up on this episode and, like, things are happening. Right. right. Um, even kind of the way this is happening where we're going back and forth very quickly from storyline to storyline. It's like, okay, things are going to be moving a little bit in this episode. Oh, yeah, they they for sure were. Um, Then we get a truck chase with a shootout while while the chase is happening, so that's cool. So my question, and I had this question even more and more and more throughout the episode, Mm -hmm. um, how is everyone so skilled at guns? Uh, yeah, Yeah, so... Because I noticed it. Starting at this point, and I was like, all right, maybe Nadia's really good at guns because of how she grew up with Pop. Like, maybe he, you know, wanted, and then her brother, you know, like, yeah. they're all kind of, like, criminals in You a definitely, way. and especially in this episode, you have to um, kind of put your disbelief it's with things at bay. Yeah. yeah, suspend disbelief, <laughs> for sure. Because I actually wrote almost that exact same thing. Uh, apparently everyone's a crack shot on this show. Exactly. Like, it goes all the way to the end of this episode, To the very too. end. And that's what I'm saying. It starts at this point yeah. with the car chase. Yeah. And everybody starts getting guns. It's kind of convenient that everyone can now just kill people with one shot, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Like, I, I could... There's so much more than just the shooting, though. I, so I'm going to... We'll, we'll come back to that idea because you are not wrong. Yeah. It's a hundred. You're hundred percent correct. It's a li- more than a little convenient that everyone <laughs> is just awesome at shooting guns now. Right. right. No one has shown any besides Abdi carrying around a gun all the time. Right. Abdi, I can understand. Yeah. And Pop, I can understand. Which, speaking of the devil, mm. uh, Abdi, and I, and by the devil, I don't mean the kid. Abdi comes swinging in on his rope swing, like I predicted. Some one of the people is gonna just come right in. Yep. And save all the rest of our main characters at the perfect moment, right? Yep. And that's what Abdi does here. He comes, bam! Smashing. With a, it's like a dump truck or something? Yeah, a construction truck from his work site. Yeah. He so, just smashes into the truck that had been shooting at him, and then they're all dead. Right. Uh, again, um, you know... A little convenient, but I expected somebody to come in at, like I said, in our rope swing moment. Um, that I'm more accepting of than sort of the rest of <laughs> some yeah. other things that happen. So, well, okay, so it it does seem convenient, but I think because we haven't really seen like where they've been, so yeah. it's it's kind of like we went back in time and then came back to present day. Yeah. With how they're all coming together. Yeah. So it kind of seems convenient, but well, it's not also, all happening at the same time. Was it two episodes ago that a- Abdi, or um, I think it was episode eight that we didn't see Abdi at all? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So we spent a little bit of time away from him. Yeah. It makes sense that he would swing back in. Right. right. Or in this case, like just bulldozing. Barreling it. in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we go into Pop's shop. And uh, Pop shutters up the all of the windows for safety. Um, yeah, he's got some metal barriers. I, I'm not sure what that... 
what that's about. I I know like in high crime areas they'll have like bars over all the windows all the time. Right. Um. But well, we he... haven't really se- like seen that he's this paranoid that he would <laughs> have like shutters that you can't see until there's an emergency, and then see and. That's that's an issue that I have with him in this episode is like we see this whole new sort of crazy paranoid side of him. Well, you know, I think he's always been there. It's just now he's got to use it. Yeah. And and he did say later on in the episode when they start throwing bombs everywhere that, mm. you know, he's always had a feeling that it was something was going to happen. Yeah. So he just seems like so... an always be prepared kind of guy, you know? I keep band-aids in my purse at all times cuz you never know. He's just, you know, got But do you keep bombs? <laughs> If I had them, you know, I'd want to be prepared. It's, uh, I mean, yeah. I got to protect your domicile. If he had a, a ton of really valuable stuff, I would be more inclined to think that he would want, like... Well, who's to say it's not valuable to him? Okay, that's true. <laughs> but, um, I yeah, I don't know. I guess pawn shops <laughs> more than other places have, like resale places like he would be probably selling guns out of that place yeah he would probably be selling like knives out of that place so so i don't criminals want to break in and steal that shit i don't think he's protecting his merchandise i think because he knows everything about everybody like his office is what is the most important thing because think of all the shit he probably has on everyone and well, also all the things he knows yeah there's everything that he's learned from these pangborn letters yeah uh, or or these uh, uh, lacy letters about how there's an evil in the town and it never really left. Yeah. So he's got to prepare for when that evil decides right. to like come up back out of the ground, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's move on to Pop's exposition time. Uh, the Pangborn letters from Lacy say that the settlers remains uh went nowhere meaning they're still there and they're going to be coming back in some way right. right and we learned that he got these letters because he bought Pangborn's trailer after he was butchered by his wife he says yeah which was a nice little way of saying what <laughs> happened last season right uh you know, Pop has a bunch of bombs ready to go, like we just mentioned. It's kind of, I, I mean, okay. <laughs> like, it, I guess it makes sense that he's needs to be a doomsday prepper or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, he also was in the war, so, you know, maybe he's yeah. got some PTSD he, things that he's... He at least knows how to make that stuff. Right. Um. But I don't. But yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's a. It's a tough pill for me to swallow because they didn't really establish why much of that before this. I don't. I mean, kind of that he was like sort of paranoid a little bit, but I didn't expect it to be this level. Um, I more put that on like Abdi, where he's carrying around a gun, he's pulling it on people all the yeah. time. You know. Um, but maybe I gave um. Maybe I gave Pop too much credit or something. I don't know. I think he's always been riding the crazy train. Well, um, honestly, like I, I feel like he's like the sort of the sane one in this situation, <laughs> Be, just because like he was ready for this, and also when it comes down to sort of the showdown with Ace, 
he's the one who's able to formulate the plan the yeah. quickest and that kind of thing. Well, yeah. When I say he's riding the crazy train, I just mean that he's willing to go above and beyond. Right. So. Where the normal person would maybe stop. And yeah. Back. So he tells uh, the rest of the gang to uh, wire up some bombs, right? Yep. Chance messes up a wire, and I highlighted that because I figured something's going to happen with these bombs. They're probably not going to work later or something. Because he said daisy-chained them together. So if you daisy-chain all of them except one, right. or the one that's closest to the uh, the one that's going to set off the rest of them or whatever, then they all just don't work. Right. So, uh, let's and we also see. we also get like flashbacks of Nadia because she's like crying over Chris. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's where you officially get your confirmation that they had sex. Yeah, totally. And <laughs> it's I, you know, it's too little, too late though for me to establish Chris as a, a character we care about. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's he died, and they didn't really like give him much of a character before he just ends up dying. Yeah. And we saw more of his death today or yeah. on this episode. Right. So, um, we have a basement intruder at this part. Uh, there's a sort of a shadowy figure at the end of the hall. The music's really creepy. I, I re actually really like this sort of tense. They had good music this episode. Oh, it yeah. started with Johnny Cash and just like all the music really fit. The cues uh, where, you know, they're sort of like creeping around the basement and they're trying to figure out who the fuck is in the basement. I wrote them. down Annie. Yeah. And then I immediately wrote, I was right. <laughs> yeah. So Annie and a couple of others are just huddled there in the basement. Yeah, the two people that work at the hospital. Right. Um, now, last we correct me if I'm wrong, the last we saw of Annie, she was getting pulled away by a police officer, right? Yes, but she explains herself because she said she murdered a lot of people. Okay, but <laughs> we didn't see that happen. Nope. We just see that she's covered in blood. Right. So I feel like they were pressed for time, and they're like, fuck, we got to cut out some stuff if we're going to make everything fit. Yeah. And so they left out the, um, you know. You just wanted to see the exciting her murder people. I just know that, like, this show, this whole season has been so good about connecting the dots, yeah. right? We've pretty much seen everything moving from spot to spot in every storyline. There's a hardly any missing pieces yeah and then all of a sudden there's just there's... well because they wanted the surprise of her being in the basement yeah so that that's why they didn't show us anything sure but <laughs> it's a small gripe i know but i'm just saying like i would have well i, wanna, I wanted she, to see her do she it. just kind of comes out of nowhere that's yeah. all i'm saying right right well but you got to think like we're, you know, we, we started in the past with the timeline like a couple days ago and like everything's been leading up to this. Mm. So, I mean, we really have no idea how much time has passed between her being dragged away. Right. And then her being in the basement either. Uh, also, I think maybe we can explain why they didn't show this specific group of people getting together is because one of them ends up being one of the fucking uh, yeah. body snatcher people. So... She might pick up on that he's a weirdo. You know what I mean? Yeah. If 
if we i don't know so it's it's probably just easier to just place them in the basement and then we could just move forward and not have to deal with the whole in-between thing of them escaping and yeah uh, okay, so yeah, I'm sure they were pressed for time, and it's just easier to say here they are. Right. <laughs> so uh, we're we stay kind of in this situation with all of them in the basement, right? Yeah. Uh, nobody really believes Annie. She um, has she has the best quote. Did you write this? Down? Oh yeah, I killed some people, and then <laughs> then the, they ask her something else. She's like, I killed some more people. Yeah, she's or like, I killed some people, and then killed some more people. Yeah, so that's how I got away. It was fine. So uh, you know, it's to the point, but yeah. it does it does make sense. You know, if that's if she has to get away, that's how she gets out of situations most of the time. Is she kills whoever is in the situation with her? Yeah. Um. Even the innocent one, right? The the teacher lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoops. Um, okay, so I guess Pop is the one who's like, you know, bust out the army manual. We got to do some interrogating. Yeah. Because um, he believes none of them. Right. So uh, Annie, like we said, is covered in blood. She confesses to killing Ace. And then talks about the tunnels underneath the construction site up yeah. to the Marston house. She's telling Pop all this. Right. And then uh, Annie kind of, while she's sussing all this stuff out, she's realizing all everything that she experienced throughout this whole thing is real. Yeah, she thought she was crazier than yeah. she was. And it, Well, and everybody's telling her she's crazy, right. too, well, right? You know, you kill somebody and they come back to life. And yeah. they're like, you didn't kill me. She told Joy, and Joy's like, Mom, you're crazy. <laughs> right. You know, so... Well, when the person you killed comes back to life, that kind of destroys what you thought you did. Right. So uh, they're not only interrogating Annie, but the rest of the the, the three Jamal people. Jamal and I wrote down who the other lady was. Um, Evelyn. Evelyn. Jamal and Evelyn were So, the- yeah. So Jamal um, knows Ace. You know, you get the feeling that they know each other right away. Uh Ace points out that his earring you hole... You mean Pop. Oh, yeah. Pop points out that uh, Jamal's earring hole is healed up. So immediately we know, well, he's a body snatcher because yeah. that's what happens to everybody that comes back. Their blindness is cured. Yeah, they're you know, they're Whatever perfect. gunshots or stab wounds they have are fine, right? Yeah. So he attacks Pop, and uh, Nadia stops him with... Uh, you know, a pretty convenient gunshot. Right. <laughs> just out of nowhere. But she doesn't kill him. Right. Um, they just want to question him. Right. They sh- he sh- they shoot him in, like, the shoulder or something yeah. like that. Yeah, which, good shot for her to not kill him. Right. Because um, she's a doctor. She knows. She knows. I mean, come on. Of course she knows. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I, I will say they do establish that she knows her way around weapons earlier when those goons attacked her at Yeah, the so they, they did help with that, like, for sure episode three or something like that yeah and we saw annie touch a gun right in a previous episode so obviously she knows how to use oh one yeah of course because she was struggling <laughs> for it with rita yeah <clears throat> the only one they kind of poke a hole in being able to use the gun is chance she isn't able to get hers ready to go yeah. in time or something like that or she gets attacked from behind or yeah but she still does a really good job she's a kid at least yeah you know so Anyway, they they plan to use the drug Haldol to interrogate further with the, uh, you know, get the real Jamal to come back so they can figure out how to get rid of these fuckers. Yeah. Uh, 
Pop is on to the body snatcher's plan. Then we get some bugs in the room, so we know, okay, well, uh, our evil company is pretty close, right? Yeah, the bad people are coming. Uh, the building is surrounded, so that's fun. Mm. Uh, yeah, so every time there's a commercial, I have a line in my notes, and I'm already up to like four of them. Oh, man, that sucks. I texted you yesterday that the commercials were really bothering me again. Yeah. It's just uh, fucking so irritating. I'm telling you, $3 more. Lindsay's the one who's paying for the Hulu. Give her $3. I'll, I will <laughs> give her $3. Every month I'll give her $3. There you go. Uh, okay, so not Ace wants uh, the Lacey letters. Uh, yeah, he's he's calling him on the radio. Right. Trying to make a deal. Uh Nadia needs more time. Um, so that's kind of what Pop is doing by talking to him. He's like... Well, because they, they figured out how stalling. they're going to yeah get away. There's a train that right. um, goes past behind the shop or whatever that it takes 30 minutes for it to completely pass. Yeah, so, so until can, next episode. Yeah, so <laughs> if they can get over the tracks... Before the train comes, then the other people can't get to him for at It'll least 30 cover minutes. Them. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know. So the, they're stalling for time for the train. I wrote that down, but then I wrote then. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, well, 30 minutes. Then what? They're going to be on foot. Yeah. How far can you really get in 30 minutes? I don't know. I mean. Well, yeah, especially if everybody else turned around and got their vehicles. I, yeah. I don't know. Some of the stuff, we're, we are doing a lot of hole poking this episode. Just because there's more holes to poke than there has been previously. I guess all they need is time to hide. Yeah. Uh, you know, either that or form uh, formulate some kind of plan to make another attack. Right, or... make it, make their next step. Although there's like four people, so I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I know, four people against the thousands. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but uh, anyway. Uh, we see more generator problems. I highlighted that because I figured something might happen with that. Um, I'm not sure if it came back or not, honestly. I don't remember the generator thing coming back up. Well, they still had lights because even at the very end, the yeah. light was flickering. Right. So. Uh, let's see. Annie is uh, talking with Jamal while he's tied it down to that bed. Very reminiscent of Misery. Yeah. She sort of has a little monologue about how she's very reasonable and right. that kind of thing. She um, just wants information about where her daughter is. Right. And then we get a very cringe-inducing oh, moment of double stabs with needles directly into his eyes. Um, R.E.P. Jamal. Yeah, that He's couldn't that have felt good. Pretty much killed him immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love how they did the scene after that because it goes completely silent. Oh, yeah. that I wrote that down, too. It was a cool, like, eerie sort yeah. of feeling. You just see them shouting, but you yeah. can't hear anything. And yeah. Annie gets dragged away. and It's kind of like when somebody gets a gunshot right next to their yeah. ear or something like that. And, like, you just hear... It wasn't a buzzing like you would hear or, or like, a beeping or sort Or ringing of. or something. Yeah. It's, it's more of just, like, uh, I don't know, ethereal sounds or whatever. Yeah. Just like a wash of that sort of thing going over, and like 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 you said, you like can barely hear people while yeah. they're yelling. You know, yeah. it's like you're at the end of a hallway or something like that. It was a good scene. I liked sure. it a lot. Um, so they have a lot of dismay over this course of action. <laughs> of course, they're like, "We were gonna use it. Yeah. What are you doing, you crazy psycho?" 
But this oh. is the point where we see the sign, the caveat emptor. Oh, so yeah, that's at right. this point, we now have what did I say it meant? Uh, buyer beware. Right. So at this point in the show, does it mean any more of buyer beware? Um, or is just the whole show a buyer beware? Like, I don't know. Maybe like Pop got himself further into this than he thought he, you know, maybe it, the them coming back was worse than he ever thought or something like that. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Because then he, he tells Ace that he doesn't do deals with walking fucking corpses. Yeah. So I'm not really, I just, I want to know what the hidden meeting is to show the sign right there in that point. Well, and he also adopted all of these people, like both on the good and the bad side, you know, Nadia and Abdi and then, Ace and Chris on the other side. Um, Which really, Nadia and Chris were the good ones, and Ace yeah. and Abdi were the bad ones. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's a very interesting thing, because, you know, maybe he got more than he bargained for by bringing all of those people into his life, too. Maybe. You know? I don't maybe. know. Anyway. Uh, where was I? Oh, okay, so Pop's Conditions is, is kind of worsening more quickly yeah he's coughing up a episode. lot of blood you sort of see it a little bit early on and then as we get further on with action happening uh he's coughing up a lot of blood like you said um not ace is manipulating pop and telling him is a piece of shit pretty much right over the over the uh walkie pretty much the entire episode um there's some great makeup on pop as we get further on as you know you could tell just by the makeup on his face that he is in a bad way right yeah he's kind of he looks like he's on death's door right you know well i mean it makes sense he got the shit kicked out of him a Mm -hmm. couple episodes ago um he's dying of cancer but just like the his pallor yeah you know he's got like huge bags under his eyes and he's sweaty and but yeah. I did see, which I never noticed, he has really deep dimples. Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just really love him as an actor. I do, too. He's great. I do, um, too. I'm glad that they brought him on in the season. But, yeah, this is where he tells Ace that he burned the letters. Right. Uh, which isn't exactly true because... Yet. Yeah, exactly, because he does that later. Right, and Ace says, well, then I'll just kill you and get the information from you. Yeah, so uh, did, that's why I I put this in my notes. Like, why doesn't he just attack him now, then? Well, because he if said... he tells him... He said that there were bombs everywhere. Sure, but... And the bombs will kill him, too. If he's going to explode the bombs, then... There's going to be people that survived the bombing, so you might as well just attack him now. If the, if the letters aren't even in question anymore, yeah. then he must assume, then I'm just going to come attack you. Because why are we waiting outside, you know? Um, um, I know there's bombs, but yeah, they have that conversation later, too. It's like, right, your bombs has- are not going to be able enough to stop me anyway, you know? Well, and he knows that he's not going to blow it up with uh, Nadia and Abdi and right. either. So... Um, Abdi and Pop have a tense uh, stepdad talk, and then they have another tense conversation. Pop has another tense conversation with Nadia. Well, yeah, because Pop asks Abdi, he's like, did I really fuck you up? And Abdi's like, yeah, you did. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I can't talk to you about this anymore. I'm leaving. Yeah. And then Nadia's like, no, yeah, you did. Yeah. (laughs) Confirmed. Right. She's like, I will never think of you again after this. Yeah. Which, that's nice. So, yeah, just a real heartwarming moment for this family, yeah. right? Yeah, they're really coming together. Pop uh, Pop then goes through with burning the letters. Um, 
So things are pretty much cranking up right here. Every I, honestly, like this whole chunk for starting from when uh, they picked up with them having the conversation over the walkie, it was like a full almost half of the episode yeah. where we're just having conversation back and forth and stuff. Um, yes, there was the stabbing uh, in, in the face, right? Yeah, double but, stabbing, right? But um, it was it felt kind of slow to me. Yeah. Um, I bit. I was more critical. I found myself being more critical of this episode than any of the others. For so, I guess just because there's so many holes, or maybe well, holes that I see anyway. And it's crunch time. You know, we're down to the yeah. last two episodes. There's one. There's one left, maybe. I don't. I didn't look up actually how long the season is, but I think last season was ten. Yeah, I believe it was ten. I mean, it would make sense just with how everything's going that there's only going to be one more episode left. It's a nice round number too. Yeah. Um, it just feels like it should be. Anyway, uh, pretty big slow chunk here for me, but I liked it anyway. Um, it wasn't enough for me to be like want to shit on this episode or anything. Yeah, there's only. Oh, hold on, that's season. Oh, yeah? Is that right? Yeah, so they're... Oh, wait. <laughs> well, it only shows nine. It doesn't show the next one, so it oh, doesn't okay. tell me how many episodes yeah. there's going to the, be. Well, there will be one more. At <laughs> Hopefully, <least. laughs> at least. Oh, my God. I hope that's not how it ended. Show, so uh, the shutters get uh, torn off by some trucks. Well, yeah, but so he straps C4 to himself. Oh, that's and right. And that's yeah, when yeah. Ace is he like. He puts on the suicide vest. Yeah, he's like, he's not going to blow himself up with the people inside. So right. they need to get in immediately right. before they have a chance to leave. So we come back from commercial. <laughs> if you have them, shutters get torn off. There's a big explosion. Um, I'm guessing they're using the back door to get out of this place. I, I don't really, I'm not sure exactly what the gang's plan is inside because. Well, don't they go back down into the basement? Yeah, they end up going down in the basement, but yeah, I at the beginning there's... of the scene, I'm like, well, um, is there a quick way to get out of this yeah, place? Right. I don't think there is. No. <laughs> so, um, we kind of get this hide and seek sequence, uh, you know, with the body snatchers intruding. And our gang kind of Just hiding among... shooting them up. Yeah. Well, first they're hiding yeah. among... Just all, all kinds of random shit, right? <laughs> like just like plastic hanging. Yeah, there's like plastic hanging in the basement. It looks like it's under construction still for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and it, it actually makes a cool setting. I, I, I actually dug that this whole episode was pretty centralized in this one place. Yeah. Because that store and then you know the upstairs and downstairs of this store kind of make a nice place for action sequences to happen for sure because they never know who's around the next corner yeah. you know what i mean there's all these hallways yeah and you never know quite like you're always while you're watching it you're always thinking like well wherever the camera isn't that's where the bad guys are exactly um so pop stays behind to fight and buy the rest of the gang time Kind of figured he'd be the one to sacrifice himself of these of oh, this group sure. of people, right? Yeah, for sure. Oh, and at some point, Evelyn dies. So yeah, and it, see, that's another is like, well, there's another death that kind of was. Um, well, they had to add people in so they could kill them off. Yeah, uh, but it's it, yeah, I don't know. I mean, along with the Chris death, it's kind of like unearned. You know, it's just kind of a side character dying again. 
Yeah. Well, it, it was just so they could have a death. You can't yeah. kill off the main characters yet, so you got to bring in all the yeah. side characters. They could have just brought Annie and then one, um, you know, body snatcher person, but because someone needs to die. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so that's this is where I wrote, well, everyone's a crack shot. Nobody is having any issues killing any person that they come upon. <laughs> right. Besides the one time where somebody snuck up behind Chance during this thing, that's the only thing that happens, right? Yeah, and then Annie saves her. Uh, Abdi yells to keep going when we're supposed to be sneaking around and being quiet. <laughs> He's like, keep going. It's like, well, dude, they know where you are now. So, like, you know, let's settle down a little bit. Why don't and- you just yell out Marco? See who says polo. I don't know, man. I, like I said, my notes are gripier. <laughs> this, this one because things are happening that don't make sense sometimes right so yeah. i just have to point them out well and then when they they do get away and pop's left in there that's when they care about pop again you're right i'm like oh now you care about the guy yeah so pop confronts not ace uh pop has a suicide bomber vest on he seems to very easily distract yeah. ace <laughs> yeah like, this plan is going exactly Swimmingly. how it's supposed to, yeah, right? Yeah, it's going great. Uh, and then we get the train coming. We hear it, <laughs> we hear it in the background. Now, this was funny because by my apartments, there is there are train tracks. Mm. So I, I know it was coming up in the show, but <sighs> I had to double check that it wasn't the train. That, <laughs> that like, were in real life? Yeah, because... Like it's pretty much like clockwork. I get like while I'm hanging out after my work day, get like three or four trains a day. I mean, I'm pretty sure it should be like clockwork. I think they run on they schedules. They do run on schedules. Yeah. I have never timed them though, so I can't be a hundred percent certain <laughs> that like but more often than not, while I'm hanging out for a few hours after work, at least two will come by. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 uh sound of the train horn i don't know what they call that siren horn no you blow the blow the horn blow the horn that's it Choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys need the the hand signal um <laughs> i'm writing down choo-choo as their title choo-choo as the second to um jizz jizz <laughs> jizz uh all right so Pops bomb doesn't work. Nope. He pushes the button. And then he just starts cracking up. I know. Why is he <laughs> laughing? Because he knows he's going to be a body snatcher. I I think. I See, I thought he was laughing and then he was immediately going to like shoot himself or something. Yeah. I thought he was going to kill himself. And all he does is just light some a pipe. And well, laughs. <laughs> I think maybe just like the ridiculousness of the situation and not working yeah and of the entire day has or this this entire thing has caught up with him finally and he just yeah. like takes a minute takes a minute to sit back with his pipe and be like man this is crazy yeah. <laughs> crazy man and like d- don't they actually make a joke that he smokes weed too earlier in the season yeah like maybe episode one or something like that yeah nadia says something to him about it so even like more fitting that he Coming full sits circle. back and he's laughing to himself while he's smoking some yeah. weed. It's like, man, at least I got one last token. And I can <laughs> laugh about it. Laugh about everything crazy that's happening right now. 
Um, oh, so at some point in here, I put, they all rock with guns. So yeah, I, right. I wrote it down, too. Yeah. The whole time I was thinking it, but that's the first time I wrote it. I mean, if it's not more clear now at the end of the episode than ever. (laughs) You know, they very easily escaped from the basement by shooting every person down. Right. They I thought this place was surrounded. Yeah. Right? By the entire town. Well, he only brought like I think thirty people with him. Is that right? It looked like thirty people out there. Well, it must have been because they killed all thirty of them. Well some blew up, you know. Yeah. Uh so Ace shoots uh Pop and right uh, tells him you'll see what it, you know you'll see what I guess what it's like to be a dead person or whatever. Uh, at least that's what I predict is going to happen is that he'll bring back Pop. Oh yeah, he, he's bringing him back for the letters. And then Nadia is going to be distracted because it's Pop. And this is what I'm saying. So she tells him she's never going to think of him again. But yeah, when they get on the other side of the train tracks, she's like, "Pop, where are you, Pop? Yeah. Pop, Pop." And I'm like. Ugh. Now you care about the guy. Yeah, you, you renege on that. Yeah, the last <laughs> thing he said to you, or the last thing you said to him was, "I will never think about you again." Right. Um. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. They escape across the train tracks. Uh, Pop is dead. Pop's dead. Nobody tries to shoot them through the train as it's going through, which no. I found, thought was interesting as well. Like, you could see them. Yeah. So why not at least try shooting? Well, that'd just be dumb. You're just, gonna, you're just gonna shoot yourself. The train's gonna pop it back at yeah, you. Yeah, but they're dead people. They can afford to get <laughs> shot. No, it's they okay. can't. Because remember, that's what Pop was telling them. Like once they die in these bodies, like they're yeah, gone. Ricochets is gonna hurt less, probably. Yeah. Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yes, we did gripe a little bit more this episode, but what do you think overall? I liked it. Yeah, I was. I. I'm excited to see where it's going. I liked it. I didn't love it. Uh, because mostly of all of the little things yeah. that added up to a lot of things. I just wish they would have showed us them all learning how to use a gun. Do you think Pop's death was okay in your book? Like, Yeah, I figured he was going to die at some point. Yeah. Um, he was one that I saw going all the way to the last episode and then dying. But I, I had a feeling we're pretty close to he it, was going to so. be body snatched and then Nadia was going to have to deal with, you know, I think it's a pretty safe bet that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But so my question is, so they know that the the medicine kind of tampers down the body snatcher for a moment. But how are they going to save the entire town? That's what I want to know. Like, how is that going to happen? Well, I have I think that uh, that statue of the kid has like a trance sort of effect. So you think it's just going to release them? I think something like that will What about happen. the people body snatched? Like are they just dead? I can't imagine that any of the body, body snatcher people will survive. Uh, Cuz that was a lot of like, you know, maybe they'll be let go of their body snatcher and then the normal person will come back. But the normal person was like brutally murdered. That's true, but they bring them back and their bodies are whole again. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. We will see next week, we hope. <laughs> I mean, will we? Uh, look, I, you know, last season we got to the last episode and there was a whole lot of stuff that we're like, huh? And there was so much stuff that they threw at us in the last episode. Yeah. Um, I expect that to happen again as well. 
But I hope they learned a lesson from the uh, a little bit of negative reaction to the finale of last last year. But it makes sense um, now. Yeah, it makes sense why they put him back in the cage and then just left him because now it leads into the season, mm-hmm. which we had no idea would do that. Yeah, and you know, I just want to see more of the kid. I hope I hope we figure out like how the hell he got out. Was he really this person four hundred years ago? How does that work? What is he really? What was that alternate timeline of Henry Deaver that we saw him living? Yeah. Well, you just listed off about five or six things. <laughs> I do not think we're getting the answers to all of those. <laughs> I need answers. You know, the best we can do, Debbie, is hope. <sighs> <laughs> That's all we can do. <sighs> and then once we get through with this, we can maybe decide if we're going to, if you if you end up seeing Dr. Sleep, we'll cover that. And then we can do the natural thing, which is start watching Mandalorian. Uh, I've already. Oh, my God. But you have to because Baby Yoda is the cutest fucking thing on Earth. So, listen. so Actually, Baby Yoda is not on Earth. but I have decided because originally I wasn't going to watch any of it until it was all out because I wanted to binge it. Have you already started? That no, Damn. Um, but binging it and well, waiting to binge it is not going to happen. No, I've decided after next week's episode, which is episode five, as soon as episode five is released, I'm starting them. That's Friday, by the way. Yeah, because I figure five episodes in, that should be enough binging for me, and then I can watch them. You up would to date. think so, but once you hit those five, you're going to be more. like, oh my god. I need more Baby Yoda in my veins. Yeah. Well, every week there's a new gif yeah. or meme yeah. involving this cute little baby. Shoot me up with some Baby Yoda. That's oh all I'm God. saying. I love. I love how witty the internet is. Like the <laughs> the 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 gif of him like pushing buttons and then you know like being told not to and then just dead staring just at the, at him again. while he does it again. <laughs> All the music that people have added to yeah. this is just great. It's great. But it's it's every bit as cute as that meme is. Like yeah. it's, it's not any more. Com- it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. No. With spoilers, Baby Yoda likes to press buttons on the sh- on the ship. Who would? Okay, so and he sits like in his lap. You know. Yeah. Actually, he's sitting over to the side whenever. And then he's he pulls them in his he's lap. He's like, "Come on, dude! Yeah. Stop touching buttons, <laughs> Baby Yoda." Oh my god. He's so actually cute. technically called the child. The child. Yeah, they haven't actually said he is Yoda. Uh which, you know, I know we sort of got off on this tangent, but I will say that um they have officially put out two different toys. One of them is the Funko Pop. Yeah, I've seen them. And the other is the official Disney Plush. Plush, yeah. Both I must own immediately, okay. uh, but I am broke, so I have to wait. That means I'm probably going to be at the end of the fucking list of people to get their baby Yodas. No, so listen, so all of that stuff is for pre-sale. Right. None of it's coming out until like April of next year. Oh, man. So don't think it's something you could have gotten for Christmas. I did see. No, no, I, <laughs> I knew that wasn't going to happen, but. Yeah, it's, the, it's uh, all coming plush, out like in spring. The plush also says you can only order one. Yeah. Here's my problem, though. They're not as cute as I was hoping they would be. The plush or the poppet? Either one. I want them both, but yeah. they're like, he doesn't seem as childlike in them. Like, I, I felt like they could have well, done something better with his eyes to make him seem. 
more baby Yoda ish. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, the the eyes are just like all dark though. So what do you, I mean? Do you want digital eyes? What do you want? No, I don't know. You want just, them to move around like googly eyes? No, I don't know what I want. I just I don't know. What are you doing behind me? <laughs> He's like Baby Yoda oh in the my ship. God. He's messing around with stuff. But I did see a shirt that somebody made. I think it's like being sold on Etsy or something. Yeah. And it's a Christmas shirt. And it says, all I want for Christmas is Baby Yoda. And it's the cute little picture of him from one of the scenes. And I'm like, that's all I want for Christmas. I know, but everyone's going to be disappointed because, like you said, it's not available. <laughs> no, it's not coming out until like April or May. Unless someone crochets you one, which those, oh, those my look God. amazing. That, oh, I sent Lindsay one, I think, and I was like, I need this. Yes, everyone has sent her yeah. the exact same thing, and it's very difficult to do something like that. <laughs> she, uh, she needs to figure it out and then yeah. make lots of money. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm, you know, Disney, don't listen to this. We're thinking about doing that. <laughs> no, um, they yeah, you can they're sell it on Etsy. That's they're not... incredibly difficult to do, just because you're following a pattern that's way more complicated than just making a blanket. Yeah, say for right? sure. Well, yeah, because it's 3D. It's got form. It's... Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that's going to be happening. Although ordering the plush and the Funko Pop. Those are definitely happening. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's two different versions of the Funko. I think yeah. there's going to be uh, the Chase one. And then I think I saw two different ones. I'm pretty sure there is. I don't know if one of them's flocked. I can't remember if I saw that. I think maybe one of them has like the plushy outfit on it. And the other one is is like a stationary version yeah. of. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll check it out. We went way off on this Mandalorian tangent, but uh, everybody should know by now they should be watching the Mandalorian. I mean, I would love to do a Mandalorian recap. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I posed that question to people on, in our uh, podcasting group. Zero response. When did you post that? Uh, Yesterday, the day before, or something like that. Oh, I, I guess Anybody want to talk about Mandalorian? I guess I haven't seen it. Tim actually did respond and said he hasn't got disney plus yet which is insane yeah just, just get it he also hasn't watched a single episode of this season yet of castle rock so has mike did he give up uh mike ha maybe has given up by now i'm not sure mm. maybe he just likes to hear our voices in which case Hi, we mike. say thank you mike <laughs> and hello <laughs> uh okay so we spent enough time dilly dallying around here at the end uh. um Come see my band. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... if you see me, you can wish me a happy birthday. Exactly. <laughs> it will have happened one day pre previous. No, it's one day later. Oh, that's right. You'll be just in time to say happy yeah. birthday to Debbie. If I'm there at midnight. If you needed more reason to come and see me play drums, yeah. now you have it. Mm -hmm. December 28th at FUBAR. And, uh, yeah, and then February 1st, my other band, Irie, will be playing our reunion show. It's going to be a grand old time. Yeah. Everybody's excited about it. Debbie's coming to both, potentially. I hope. I hope I'm I better come to Irie. Mm. If you're alive, I expect you. Yeah. Because you're a friend. Yeah. And that doesn't mean people out there listening that if you don't come, you're not my friend, you're not but his friend. you're a better friend. If you do, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, okay. If you like the show, share it, like it, all that fun, social media bullshit. Um, <laughs> leave us a review 
If you like the show, nobody has done that a single time this season. No, remember, don't leave us a review. Oh, yeah. We, we're we not interested. No, we don't like cat pictures either. The uh, the sign in our window says uh, closed. Go away. Or uh, shut, shut, as some cute uh, storefronts like to put up now. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, caveat emptor and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. See you next time. Bye. Bye.